everyone, and you're welcome to the Shekilola Salami Show, a virtual cafe podcast. And it's me, Shekilola Salami, with my little girl um, hanging out with you today. Do you want to say hello to everyone? Yes. Hello, everyone. You're having a to my birthday party. What, your birthday party? Every single day is your birthday party. Right. What type of birthday party are we having? A superhero birthday party. Because you're a superhero, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have a superhero costume. Okay, fabulous. Right, so whilst we're prepping for superhero birthday party, who have I got here with me? Hi, this is Dr. Michelle Arhana, and I am a relationship coach and also the author of The Breaking Point, A Full Circle Journey. Okay, hello, Dr. Michelle. Um, What's your book about? Well, it is actually about people um, having breaking points in their life, and I'm teaching them how to get through those breaking points. Um, For example, you know, everyone goes through their breakups, whether you're breaking up with someone or breaking up from something. Um, Everyone goes through their breakdowns, and that is when you are to surrender to whatever the lesson is. And then in that surrendering, you have to face your fears and pains, which then uh, you are now in the phase of breakthrough. And the last phase is I'm really, really excited about um, because they're called the four B's. I should have said that in the beginning. But uh, what I'm really excited about is the breakout phase. That is when you really connect to purpose. So anyone going through their breaking points, um, once they go through those four B's, it's going to be a real gift at the end because they're really going to find their purpose. Right. Okay. That's, that's cool. Um, well, it is a virtual cafe. So what would you like to have? I would like to have some chocolate this morning and a cafe latte. So do you mean like hot chocolate or just regular chocolate? What type of chocolate? Actually, instead, I think I'll have a chai latte because that really gets me going in the morning. Anything else? That's it. Okay. Well, the little human is here today, so I'll ask her to go and get it. Um, And then we can have some adult conversation whilst we have her to do some work. Great. Okay. So little human, go, go to the kitchen and go and get us a drink. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, so she's happily doing work. Um, one second, she's actually climbing the chair to go into my fridge. One second. <laughs> yeah, so no, she forgot that it's actually virtual. You don't really need to go into the fridge to actually get it out. Okay? <laughs> but thank you very much, darling. Your mother's little helper. I know, baby. Thank you. She can't see you, though. So next time when she's here, you can actually give it to her. So not today. Okay, baby. All right. Okay, so great. Now tell me, how did you, um, when did you decide to write your book? How long did it take you to write your book? You know, did you self-publish or did you go with a publisher? I actually self-published and um, it took me 180 days to write the book. I was at a point in my life where, uh, you know, I had went through my breaking points. I had went through the 4B principles and I was ready 
to just share my story. And, you know, honestly, I wrote the book because I wanted to just write something for my daughter. I was very sick at the time. I'm a cancer survivor. And that was really the intention of it. But, um, you know, as I began to get better and uh, some encouragement of, no, you should really share this with the world because it's really good. So got up enough courage, you know, to do that. And uh, what's so wonderful is now I just got the author bug and just finished two books. So I'm thinking like, oh, I guess this is where my purpose is taking me. So. All right. Okay. That's, that's quite interesting. And you said 108 days. Did you actually count it? 180 days. Yes, I did count. Um, because this was something that was very new to me. And, um, so I was, you know, journaling while I was writing the book as well in regards to just my own feelings after I'd write, you know, um, a couple of pages or, that I wanted to journal. So by the time that I finished the book and I looked at, you know, all the pages that I had journaled every day, it was 180 days. Wow, that's amazing. So talk us through the, um, your process of self-publishing. Why did you decide to self-publish? Well, I, um, I actually was, um, had presented my book um, to a traditional publisher, um, but to be honest with you, the, the direction that they wanted to um, go in regards to the book, I felt like it, was, um, it wasn't going to be authentic. I really wanted to have control to write this book the way that I wanted to write it. Um, and because a lot of the book is my own personal stories, you know, so I didn't want any fabrication to that. I didn't want any extra drama to that. I just wanted to tell my truth and my story the way it actually happened. And so I just decided to do that. Um, and I think it was really based at that time, it was because of the control and, you know, that I would have over my story. Um, so, you know, besides the, the editing that was done, but now uh, for these two books that will be released next year, um, I'm self-publishing again. I just feel like it's more comfortable for me um, to do that. And, you know, that's where I am at this point. Fabulous. And how have um, your readers taken your book? Well, you know, I actually published this book back in 2012. So it's interesting because at the time that I published the book, it was, it was doing really, really well. I was doing a lot of interviews and traveling quite a bit. But um, I had actually found out that I had had a tumor. And so based on that, I had to really slow down. That ended up, once I had a big surgery, it ended up leaving me with um, some really uh, just very complicated nerve damage. And so with that, I had to slow down because I couldn't travel, couldn't do a whole lot um, of anything, you know. So at that point, I said, you know what, I'm just going to um, open a couple of offices here in terms, because I've always been a relationship coach. Um, that slowed down the process of marketing the book. Um, but what has happened actually in the last um, two years is that the book has now just 
gained momentum. And I, to be honest with you, I don't even know where it came from, but now it's gained some momentum back again. And I feel like I have a second chance of really um, marketing the book and getting it out there um, like I wanted to in the very beginning. Um, and also too, and now that it has gained momentum again, I have two more books that I want to publish next year. So to be honest with you, I don't know where this journey is going, but it's pretty exciting at this point. <laughs> no, it is. Cause I was going to ask you how you gained momentum, you know, cause I always like looking for learning opportunities and I was like, Oh, well, here's someone who's doing really well. Maybe I can learn something from you too. Yeah, you know, I think really it was because of the relationship coaching, I uh, began to really gain some momentum of I have a uh, program called the Vows Program. And that program is doing um, very well. And so I think because um, I was able to start coaching some celebrity um, people in their marriages um, with the Vows Program, that gaining momentum, um, I would I realized that both people really needed to um, go through their own 4B, you know, uh, principles first individually so that they can even show up differently in their marriage. Because um, when I began to speak to them, I realized that there were just a lot of fears and pains that they had not even dealt with but they got married. And so they showed up as, you know, the, the fear and pain was still there. It just showed up differently. So because of that, I started to, you know, well, you know what, why don't you read my book? Because I think that this would really help you. Not even thinking about the momentum of, you know, um, uh, reintroducing it. It was just really, I was just trying to, to help the individuals. And because of that, then they started to tell other people about the book. And then um, I thought, you know what, maybe I should really reintroduce this again. And maybe I'm not able to travel like I used to. But now we have this wonderful thing called social media. And so now I could really start to, you know, promote. Um, I don't have a lot of followers. I only have about 5,000 followers on Instagram. But, you know, it's really how you promote and engage with the people um, that you already have in your circle. And so that was really the way that it just started to pick up um, momentum again. And um, even with, you know, just your local shows, I began to just pitch my local shows to say, you know, hey, for, uh, for example, um, there was just breast cancer month. Hey, you know, I have a great pitch around talking about the four B's for um, cancer survivors. And so those were just some of the, you know, tips that I would give anyone because I think media is very important to get your story out. So, and so if you just formulate a pitch around what your story is about, um, you know, I just think that that's a real uh, positive and effective way to, to get it out there. What are the four B's again? The four B's are break up, break down, break through, and break out. Okay, so can you tell us more about them? Sure. So the for break up, um, 
either you are breaking up from someone, someone's breaking up from you, or you're breaking up for something. And so I believe that um, it's almost like you have to delete and reset. You have to delete the toxic relationships that are around you. And you know, sometimes the toxic relationship is within you. So sometimes you have to break up from the fake self in order to be the authentic self. And I think that that's the best breakup of all, because then when you're, you know, operating in authenticity, you're free and you're free to now, um, whatever decisions that you're making, they come from a healthy place. And so a lot of people, when they're not being their authentic self, um, when you're choosing, um, you know, a maid or even friendships or even, uh, you know, a job, it comes from an unhealthy uh, place and when you're not when you're not being authentic authentic and so that's what you're going to basically get back you know so remember I said you show up in fear and pain that's not healthy so sometimes when you're picking a mate you know sometimes you get into like a codependency almost because that person then has fear and pain as well so um, and then also with breakdown you know once you've broken up, there is a space of vulnerability that we make a choice. Either I'm going to surrender or either I'm going to keep resisting. And I have found the things that I have resisted the most was what I had to lean into to figure out why there was so much resistance on my part. And a lot of times it connected right back to fear. So when you're in breakdown, you're surrendering, you're open, you're vulnerable, you're naked. And that's very hard for people to do because we're always in protective mode. We've been taught that. So, and then once you have now surrendered and you have started to restructure your life, that's the reset. You've started to restructure your life, then you're ready. You're open to face your fears. You're open to face your pains, you know, and before you face them, of course, you have to acknowledge them. Once you're facing your fears and pains, get ready for the test because they're coming. So then once the tests are coming and all the tools that you have learned, you then start to execute those tools and start to overcome those fears and start to heal from that pain. And then the next phase is, is that you are now ready to connect to whatever your purpose is. Because I believe we're born, um, the, the reason why we exist, we are born to, to basically um, execute our purpose, to embrace our purpose, to unleash it. I don't think people so much have to find their purpose. I believe that it's already there, but I do believe that you have to unleash it. But you can't connect and really unleash your purpose and, and um, do it to your fullest potential if you have not faced your fears, if you have not healed from your pain and basically did your work, you know, on self. So in a nutshell, you know, that is what the four B's represent. And you can actually use those four B's even in your business because how many times have you kept trying to breathe life into an account and it's just not working? And so sometimes you just have to disconnect, cut your losses, 
you know, and breathe life into something, you know, new. You have to surrender to lessons in business. You know, you have to face your fears and maybe you have to heal from some pains from, you know, some businesses that just didn't work out, you know, in order for you to really embrace the newness of whatever, you know, business that you're going into. And then you figure out what's your purpose, what's your purpose within that business, you know, just how we have to know what is our purpose in relationship. Even when you date, you still need to date with a purpose. So I hope I explained that pretty detailed. Yes, you did. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's quite, it was quite interesting to, you know, to find out. So tell me again, what was the, what's the title of your book again? Just cause I have baby brain. No problem. The Breaking Point, A Full Circle Journey, Living Life Beyond the Broken Pieces. Right, Living Life Beyond the Broken Pieces. That sounds quite interesting. Um, Okay, well, um, we get into that point where, and I think some people think I'm quite cheeky, but I always say to people, you know, it's only a small Virgil Cafe and, you know, I have to kick people out every time. Every time, so we get into that point where I actually have to kick you out. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, it was so, we were just getting to the good parts of the conversation. Well, I would love to come back. <laughs> yes, that would be that would be great. Um, any final words of wisdom? What should people, apart from everything you've said already, what else do you want people to take away? Most people tend to give me five tips, but I'm happy with one. If that's if that's if you've only got one extra tip. You know what, I would just say, because I think that this just, um, this just brings together everything I said, is that I would want people to really have the courage to disconnect from their fake self and to embrace their authentic self, because that will definitely result in freedom. And if you do not know how to do that, Um, please, you know, I would be more than happy to give you some tips. Um, You can go to my website, michellearhana.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-H-A-N-N-A-H.com. You can always follow me on Instagram. I'm always giving tips about authenticity and doing videos and so forth. And that is michelle underscore R underscore H-A-N-N-A-H. Fabulous, fabulous. Um, are you on Facebook and Twitter or just Instagram? Yes, I'm, I am. I'm actually on Facebook and um, it is under my business name, uh, which is Mikhail, M-I-K-E-L, Life Coaching. Mikhail Life Coaching. And that is Facebook. Right. And is that a Facebook business page? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Fabulous. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you and hopefully we'll see you again sometime soon. Yes, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me today in your cafe. It's been nice. It's been a pleasure. Well, let me give the little human her chance to say bye to everyone because she's not normally here when we do because she's now a big girl and goes to day nursery. So say bye everyone. Bye everyone. She's having too much fun. All right. Well, it, everyone, it's the Shekelola Salami Show. And until next time, bye, bye, bye. now. Bye. bye. bye.